Hello and welcome back to the Monster Jam weekly podcast. My name is Jackson, also known as Monster Jam Historian. You can follow my social media at Monster Jam Historian on Instagram and Monster Jam Historian on YouTube. You can also follow the official Monster Jam weekly podcast page at Monster Jam weekly underscore podcast on Instagram and Monster Jam weekly podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, and now SoundCloud. So yes, we are also on SoundCloud now. I am also joined by Ethan once again. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. And a friend of his, Ryan, aka Monster Jam Coverage. What's up, guys? How's it going? On today's episode, we will cover the Hall of Fame announcement, two of its inductees, results from last weekend's shows, and more. So strap yourselves in. Mash that loud pedal. And get ready. Because, because it's, it's time, time to jam! jam! Ryan, just before we get into uh, all of the news and all of the stuff that we have to cover, I just wanted to ask you a couple of quick questions. So my first question for you is, what do you do in the Monster Jam community? Well, I started out just being a fan, and then I discovered the Monster Jam community, and I just decided to join in, because you know, why not? And I discovered a lot of friends throughout the way, and I've kind of just built friendships and helped people. One of my biggest... Uh, not, I don't know, efforts, but, like, things that I helped was when Mike, who's Ray from Monster Jam, did his uh, commentary for the World Finals. I made sure that he had all his videos and he didn't have any spoilers so he could get that content out. And that's probably the biggest thing that I've done so far, but, yeah. That's cool. So, I gotta ask, what is your favorite Monster Jam truck? Uh, I mean, I don't want to be, like, stereotypical, but, like, I gotta go with Ryan Anderson because he's just... A fantastic driver, and he I I followed him all the way back in 2014 when he came to St. Louis, and he did that amazing save. And after that, I was just like impressed, and so I just started following him after that. And that's his one wheeled save that he did, wasn't it? Yeah. Ah, uh, yes that that one was fantastic. So, how many Monster Jam events have you been to over the years? I've been to 25. I've been to 13 in St. Louis, so that's kind of my main. Uh, attendance and then coming up this weekend I'll be in Kansas City Friday and then Ethan and I are both going to St. Louis Saturday Sunday so that'll be 28 the coming this weekend that's awesome so out of all of the Monster Jam events that you've been to what had to be your favorite one Uh, probably most memorable would be the world finals my first world finals in 2018 but mo- like talent wise and how everything went it'd probably be st louis last year just with like getting to meet up with all the boys and the show itself was so great it was a two-day event and like ryan did his amazing two-wheel got a 9.8 one of the highest or no 9.9 he got a 9.9 which is one of the highest i think of all time yeah that 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 was an amazing show so how many world finals have you been to? 
I've been to two. Uh, I went to World Finals 19 and 20. What is your favorite World Finals out of all of them? So whether you've been to them or not. Uh, I don't know. I It's kind of hard to choose one because they're all special in their own kind of way. Yeah. But I think that this most recent one, World Finals 20, was so, like, just professional. Like, it just seemed like it wasn't just this, like, monster jam. Like, it, it's a real, like, showing people that's a real thing with those drone shots at Camping World Stadium. Yeah. And just everything professional that they did and so many new, like, competitions to have new champions. And it, it was just so, like, it felt great being there. And I think so. the attendance this coming year is going to be fantastic. So we do have some news to cover, and this came out uh, just as I published last week's episode. Monster Jam has announced their Hall of Fame. So there is a independent Monster Truck... Oh, sorry, it's called the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame. But Monster Jam has never had their own, and I've been waiting for them to make this this is a very a great addition to the sport larry duet uh wrote on monstergem.com throughout its nearly 30 year history monster jam has elevated the spectacle of monster truck competition to a new level never seen before the hard work and dedication of committed individuals have pushed Monster Jam to worldwide recognition. To commemorate the work and achievements that continue to drive the sport to the pinnacle of performance, the Monster Jam Hall of Fame is being established. A panel of industry leaders will induct an annual class recognizing a select few who have made immeasurable contributions to the sport. The inaugural class will be announced soon with the 2020 induction ceremony to take place in Orlando on May 1st during the awards ceremony prior to Monster Jam World Finals 21. That was a lot of stuff to cover. Before we get into the two inductees that are announced at Tampa, what do you two both think of this absolutely incredible addition to Monster Jam? I think it was much needed. I, I think, if like, like you said, I think if you're going to push the sport to new limits, people are going to want to get into this Hall of Fame. Yeah. And in establishing this and setting a goal for drivers, not just winning World Finals Championships, but making it to something, I think is going to like change the sport completely. Ethan, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I'm going to go off what Ryan said. Um, like he said, pushing the sport to new limits. Um, you know... Of course, like Ryan Anderson, you I mean, you already know Ryan Anderson is going to be already inducted to the Hall of Fame whenever he retires. Because I mean, he's been in the sport for what ten years now? I think ten, nine, close ten to, years. Close to ten. And, yeah. yeah, he's the dude's. The dude has changed the sport along with Tyler Manning. Tyler Manning is going to be in the, in the Hall of Fame too. And there's no doubt about it. A, Both of them drivers right there. Yeah, there's a lot of drivers that definitely could be um, inducted there. But I kind of cut you off. I'll let you continue. But basically, what I'm trying to say is just basically. I think the Hall of Fame is was definitely needed for especially for Monster Jam because I mean a lot of Monster drivers don't get recognized for the careers they had. So I think there's gonna be a lot of uh past drivers that will make it to the Hall of Fame that definitely deserve it. So I think it's cool. So since the article's publication, two inductees have been announced. Uh these two uh I mean two fantastic um people Two of my idols, I would say two of everybody's idols that grew up with Monster Jam, 
uh, Dennis Anderson, the one and only, and Scott Douglas. Uh, congratulations to both. I couldn't pick uh, two better candidates to be the first two. Um, it was emotional watching them being announced, especially Scott Douglas, who, um, as Scott Jordan said, just thought that he was um, announcing Dennis, but he was in it too, and his his reaction, and it, it, it just made me just so happy for him. I had tears of joy. It, it was just incredible. Like, I'm, yeah. I mean, Scott Douglas has been the voice of my childhood. Uh, I'm not sure about you two, but I'm pretty sure Scott Douglas was the voice of your childhood. And Dennis Anderson, I, I mean... I don't have anything to add. I mean, two better candidates. Yeah, I just, um, uh, adding on to that, I I grew up with an idol of me being Tom Mintz more than Dennis, but I, I obviously just think Dennis deserves to be number one. Mm. It's just like Tom hit closer to home for me. But with Scott Douglas, I think b watching him like announce on speed really drew people in, and I don't think a lot of people give him enough credit for yeah. what he did because there would not be as many Monster Jam fans as there are now without him. And I think this is well-deserved, and I can't wait to see the next like generation of announcers that are also going to come into the spot. So, unfortunately, Buddy Tompkins, who debuted the brand new, absolutely fantastic-looking Exterminator, which we'll get to uh, after this, Buddy Tompkins... Uh, returned to Monster Jam, he came out for freestyle, and uh, he had some massive air, but he suffered, um, he, he landed pretty hard, and I thought, I, I didn't really know what happened, because I wasn't at the show, and I wasn't really watching it live, uh, I thought that the truck just stalled, uh, but apparently, well, it's not apparently now, uh, Buddy Tompkins was injured, um, you know, it's really sad. My thoughts and prayers go out to uh, him, his family, family and friends. Um, it it kind of it, it sucks, you know, because I think Buddy is a very fantastic driver. But the thing that I wish more than anything is a is a great and speedy recovery. Do you guys have anything to add? Yeah, I, I do hope that he recovers quickly because I know Buddy didn't want to go out like this, especially not in the first show because I, I know like Exterminator debuting that new truck, he had a lot to prove this season and he wanted to show this season. And um, I had him scheduled to see him in St. Louis and Arlington. And obviously we're not going to get to see him in St. Louis this week due to injury, but hopefully he's able to make a recovery and make it midway into the season and finish it out with his beautiful new truck. Ethan, do you have anything to add? Yeah, um, like Ryan said, fan Buddy Thomas is a fantastic driver. He's he's definitely grown into he's one of the more underrated drivers. Um, he was out of the seat last year. He, he's he's a fantastic driver. I got to see him for the first time in 2016 here in Evansville, and he's he's a very skilled but very technical driver. Mm. So I'm 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 hoping he has a, a good recovery because he's. He's a very fantastic driver, and, and seeing him drive again from Washington first quarter is awesome, because he's he's one of my favorite drivers. 
as of recording this, we currently do not know who the driver of Exterminator will be this weekend. Richie Yasko will not be there as he is scheduled to compete in uh, a just a standalone Louisville. Um, but um, yeah, so it's not Richie Yasko. Um, I don't know who else. Obviously, it's not going to be Buddy. But in more kind of a happier news, the Exterminator debuted the brand new body at Tampa. It looked absolutely incredible. Uh, I was able to see the um, render quite beforehand. Uh, someone else sent it to me. And I was so excited to see what it looked like in real life. And it, it just looks amazing. It is so cool. What did what do you guys think? Uh, I was a little skeptical at first because I loved his old body. And yeah. I thought it looked really great when J.R. McNeil drove it. I thought uh, it honestly was one of my favorite bodies. And so, yeah, I was a little skeptical at first. Like, man, like, why, why you got to change it up? But I think it turned out great. I think it's definitely going to get a lot of kids involved. And I think he's going to get his scores boosted just a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan, do you want to add anything? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm definitely a fan of the truck. Um, When I first saw the pictures from from the pit party, it honestly looked like a a shoe. But whenever I kept looking at it more, it kind of looked cool. And I was, I, I think after this weekend in St. Louis, I, I think it's going to grow on me because usually I don't really say anything about truck, like brand new truck bodies until like I see it in person. Same with Bro Camino. It looks almost like, uh, like Gas Monkey Garage, like just a little bit. Um, but I, I like the new body. It's more, it's more realistic. Mm. But like Ryan said, I, I like the old body too, because it looks realistic. Cause I had like all the teeth and stuff, but I love the new body. That well, definitely one of well, my favorites. For sure, even even mine. I mean, I I, I liked Exterminator when it debuted, um, but I think I like it even more. But speaking of the Bro Camino, it also debuted. Uh, it, it it wasn't in the pit party, which I thought was kind of strange. I thought, oh no, they're not going to have it. But they assured us that it was there, and sure enough, it appeared in the intros, and it looks fantastic it is slightly different to the render uh if you put the two pictures side by side they um they're not exactly the same um i i like it it's cool the one thing to note is it wasn't diesel i'm not sure why that was i'm sure they will uh put it on a brodozer chassis um but uh you know bro camino debuted and it, it was just fantastic i i really really liked it and as you said ethan it did look a little bit like gas monkey garage so what did, what did you guys think of bro camino i thought it was pretty like that it, it was it was just a great truck when it came out in the intros I, I my jaw just dropped like i thought i didn't think it was going to look that good and I, I wasn't sure if it was going to be diesel or not and Honestly, I'm kind of glad it's not because I'm glad that the Diesel Brothers have one truck that is and one truck that isn't, even though Diesel Dave is driving this one. Hmm. But yeah, I'm excited to see it this weekend with Cam McQueen and hopefully it lasts more than one hit. Yes, that that was pretty disappointing when he came out and unfortunately he rolled over. Ethan, do you want to add anything to that? Um, The only thing I'm going to say is, is that 
I'm extremely excited to see the truck in St. Louis and with a fantastic world finals champion behind the wheel. And speaking of world finals champion, I honestly was not expecting Cam McQueen to come back. I thought he was going to retire, but I I don't know how I feel about him being behind a truck that's not Northern Nightmare. But I mean, it's, it's going to have to be, I feel like it's going to grow on me. And I'm hoping that Cam McQueen goes for a corkscrew because I'm telling you right now, if he goes for a corkscrew, my reaction is gonna break the internet. I'm telling you right now. I but mean, yeah, I'm. I, I I love the. I like the truck. I a lot of people were thinking that it was gonna be a diesel, and I'm like Ryan's, and I'm glad it's not a diesel. So I, I'm excited to see the truck, and I love it. I I mean the thing that I'm most happy about this is that you know yeah I'm I'm you know I I'm a bit skeptical of the fact that he is driving something that isn't Northern Nightmare. But the thing that I am most glad is that. He, he might get more seat time, which I think is the best thing because some drivers have literally get no seat time at all. And when I say no seat time, I mean as in very little. Cam McQueen was an example of that. Last year, if I'm correct, I may be wrong, he competed in Winnipeg. Um, oh, I forget what the other one was. Um, Vancouver. Vancouver. Um, it was another one too. Um, Calgary, and then All Star Challenge, and the All Star Challenge, and that was it. He competed nowhere else. Um, and that was pretty disappointing because Cam McQueen is such a fantastic driver. So, I'm excited to see him drive Bro Camino. I'm just excited to see him competing more. Uh, and hopefully, uh, he's able to get a decent amount of seat time this season. So now we move on to the weekly power rankings. Uh, we're going to go from 10 to 1, uh, and you guys can give your opinions at the end. So, in 10th place is Justin Sipes in Megalodon, who was previously unranked. In 9th place is Charlie Porkin in Gravedigger, who was previously 6th, so he has gone up quite a bit. Uh, in 8th is Kayla Blood in Soldier Fortune, who was previously unranked also. In 7th is uh, Max D, driven by Neil Elliott, who has kept his position. Um, In 6th is Tristan England in the Earthshaker, who was also previously unranked. In 5th, finally, Tyler Menninger in Gravedigger, who once again was previously unranked. In fourth was Brandon Vincent in Gravedigger, who was pr- uh, who kept his same position. And these last three, they kept their same position. Adam Anderson is, is in third place. Second place is Tom Mentz in Max D Fire. And Ryan Anderson kept his same position two weeks in a row. I mean, this was a fantastic list. Obviously, this was based off of what happened uh, last week. Um, guys, do you, do you have any problems with this list? Cause I think it, it's pretty concise and it's, it's very deserving. My only problem I had was on the first week they had, they didn't have Tyler Menig on the list, but now seeing week two and having him on that list definitely deserved. I think the list looks fine. I can't wait to see week three and see what, who's on this list. Ethan, do you have anything to add? My only uh, complaint about the list is what Ryan said. 
um, was Tyler Menigan not be on the list? And then putting um, Heavy D at number 10, um, I don't know exactly what they're thinking. Out of some some out of a few drivers they could have put on the list, like Todd Duke, mm, yeah. Lizzie Wink. They did say, um, however, they, that um, it wasn't just based on points. It was based on a lot of different things. But then again, they didn't really elaborate on what that was specifically. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my only complaint was Tyler Manning could not be on the list and then Heavy D being number 10. But other than that, the, the list was fine for me. Now, we would move on to the monster question of the week. However, we do not have any entries in this week. I just want to remind you, if you want to send us, uh, whoever's on, or just me, a question, go to anchor.fm forward slash Monster Jam Weekly Podcast and press the voice message button and record your question. It might even be featured in an episode. It, it uh, I implore you guys to use that. It gets more fans involved. I really want to answer your questions uh, that you guys have for me. So, yeah. But now we move on to the upcoming events. Uh, Arena Tour 4, uh, their next stop is at Hampton, Virginia at Hampton Coliseum, January 17th to January 19th for four shows. The lineup consists of Dragon, driven by Darren Miguez, Gravedigger, driven by Randy Brown, Just Get It Done 2, driven by Brandon Tolachka, Monster Mutt Dalmatian, driven by Kalen Miguez, Raminator, driven by Mark Hall, Ramunition, driven by Kurt Kramer, Scooby-Doo, driven by Lindsey Reed, and Wildside, driven by Zach Garner. Moving to our first official 2020 Triple Threat Series lineup, it is the Triple Threat Series West. Um, they were in Tacoma this past weekend for a huge five-show weekend. Moving to this weekend, January 17th and 19th, moving to Sacramento, California at the Golden One Center for three unforgettable shows. The lineup consists of Tristan England and Earthshaker, El Toro Loco, Elvis Linus, Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger, Austin Minton, Megalodon, Monster Mutt, Tanner Root, Miranda Kozat, Scooby-Doo, Tony O, Soldier Fortune Black Ops, and Bari Musauer and Zombie. And then for Triple Threat East, they're coming to Kansas City, Missouri at the Sprint Center from January 17th to the 19th for four shows. Lineup consists of Bernard Light, Alien Invasion, El Toro Locos, Armando Castro, Tyler Minaga, Gravedigger, Blake Granger, Max D, Jack Brown, Megalodon, Monster Mutt, driven by Aaron Basil, Soldier Fortune, driven by Caleb Blood, and Joe Yuri and Zombie. Moving on to our first official stadium tour of 2019 is Stadium Tour 1, which is Stadium Tour Red. Last weekend, they were in Anaheim, California. This weekend, they're heading to San Antonio, Texas at the historic Alamo Dome, January 18th and 19th for two unforgettable shows. The lineup consists of Avenger, driven by Jim Kohler, Black Pearl, Cole Bernard, Black Stallion, Darren Basil, Dragon, John Zimmer, El Toro Loco, Becky McDonough coming off her freestyle win in Anaheim. Gravedigger, driven by Adam Anderson. Grey Cups and Mohawk Warrior, driven by Bryce Kinney. Hooked, Brian Wright. Lucas Oil Crusader, Lindsey Wink. Monster Energy, Todd LaDuke. Monster Mo Rottweiler, Brad Allen. Overboard, Jamie Garner. Overkill Evolution, Mike Waters II. And Steve Sims in Stone Crusher. 
And then on the Green Tour, Stadium Tour 2 in St. Louis, Missouri at the Dome of the America Center for two shows, January 18th and 19th. Lineup consists of Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter, Colt Stevens and Brodozer, Cam McQueen, Bro Camino, Kevin Crocker, El Toro Loco, Morgan Kane, Gravedigger, Matt Pagliarulo, Jester, Nick Pagliarulo, Kraken, Neil Elliott, Max D, Corey Rummel, Megalodon, Cynthia Gauthier, Monstermutt Dalmatian, Don Creighton, Scarlet Bandit, Ryan Anderson, Son of a Digger, Kristen Hope, Wolfshead, an exterminator, but we do not know the driver yet. And there will also be a standalone arena show at Louisville, Kentucky at Freedom Hall, January 18th to 19th for two shows. There's a very interesting lineup here, but I'm about to cover it. So the lineup consists of Brandon Dero in Bad News Travels Fast, Lindsay Ratu in El Toro Loco, Hurricane Force Stephen Thompson, Megalodon Devin Jones, Stinger Unleashed Zane Ratu, and Storm Damage Richie Yasko. So, before we move on to the last one, um, very interesting liner. I'm so happy to see uh, Zane Ratu back behind the wheel. Um, it'd be interesting to see what Richie Yasko does, but the thing I wanted to mention the most is. Uh, a no grave digger is in this lineup. Um, very strange. Do you guys have any any thoughts on this? I think it's very odd. Uh, I I don't I can't recall a time that there's been no grave digger in a show. And I also think it's very odd that Lindsay and uh, uh, Devin Jones are both in felled. They're going to have felled bodies and. I think that's very odd, too. And then on top of that, I'm glad to see that Stephen Thompson's going to be back in Hurricane Force. Mm. And I just realized just now, they're all independent. So every every truck is an independent, which is, is cool. And then for Triple Threat Central in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, at the Fizzo Forum, January 18th and 19th. Lineup consists of Matt Cody, Blue Thunder, Mark List, El Toro Loco, Christian Anderson, Gravedigger, Colt Michaelberger, Max D, Justin Sipes, Megalodon, Preston Perez, Monster Mutt Rottweiler, Justin Hicks, Pirates Curse, and Brittany Marcotte, and Zombie. So now we move on to the freestyle analysis. I am really looking forward to covering a absolutely killer freestyle, uh, but the one that we've got for today is pretty good. So we are going to be reviewing uh, Jim Kohler's freestyle run in Avenger at Anaheim, just gone from the previous weekend. So he starts off his his freestyle run with some nice air over the bus stack, and then he throws it into a slap wheelie. That was pretty good. Uh, then he had a beautiful slap wheelie. Uh, there's the backflip ramp that's down near where the trucks are parked, and then there's that uh, other two-wheel skills jump. Um, and <clears throat> he cross-threads over the bus stack. Uh, huge send over the center jump. And then he ends his freestyle with uh, some huge air into a sidewall save. Unfortunately, he rolled it over, but I think he would have taken the freestyle win if he had have landed that. Overall, my rating for this freestyle run is a 6 out of 10. Ryan, did you, well first off, did you watch this freestyle run? And second of all, what did you think of it? Uh, I tried to watch it off a live stream, and I just had to end up watching it off a of Monster Jam Lords video. Mm. But um, 
I, I'm glad to see Jim Kohler actually do something. As sounded, like I mean, he has been doing stuff, but especially at the All-Star Challenge, he was doing really well. But for like a stadium series, he really has not been performing well lately. And I'm hoping this is a trend for the rest of the year because he pulled it out and he actually laid down a pretty good performance if Becky hadn't come in there. The results from last weekend are here, and we begin with Arena Tour 4 at Albany, New York. Show 1, Mark Hall in Raminator defeated Zach Garner in Wildside for the racing victory. That was completely unexpected. I mean, Mark Hall is a fantastic driver. He has had a little bit of Arena experience, uh, but, I mean, out of the gate, fantastic. Uh, two-wheel skills, uh, Randy Brown took the win in Gravedigger. Uh, Donuts was taken by Scooby-Doo, uh, Lindsay Reed, And my man, our man, Randy Downtown Brown took the freestyle win and overall event championship. At show two, Raminator Mark Hall once again took the racing win, this time defeating Just Get Her Done 2 with Brandon Talachka. Two-wheel skills, actually, very interesting. Lindsay Reed took the two-wheel skills win, the donuts win, the freestyle win, and the overall event championship as well. I mean, what an amazing start to her season, but we've got one more show to cover. Uh, racing Wildside, Zach Garner defeated Brandon Talachka and Just Get Her Done. Second gen. Uh, two-wheel skills was once again taken by Randy Downtown Brown in Gravedigger. Donuts, Lindsay Reed in Scooby-Doo took the donut win. A freestyle was taken by Randy Downtown Brown once again. And the overall event championship was also taken by Randy Downtown Brown in Gravedigger. Your current series top four is Gravedigger. Randy Brown on top with 76 points. Scooby-Doo, Lindsay Reed with 71 points. Wildside, Zach Garner with 54 points, and Raminator, Mark Hall with 53 points. Before we move on to the next thing, I just got to say, I mean, Lindsay Reed, she has always been a fantastic driver, but she has been on a roll. This is the, this was the first, <clears throat> excuse me, stop on their tour, and I mean, she's already proven that she can be a top contender. She is five points behind Randy Brown, and even Zach Garner, who has never competed in Monster Jam, is in uh, third place. By the way, that wild side truck looks absolutely amazing uh, when it debuted. Uh, you know, just incredible. So, I mean... This is going to be a very, very interesting series to watch, especially if Lindsay Reed can uh, continue what she had this weekend. What do you guys think? Uh, I am very impressed with Zach Garner. I think he came out firing, and I really hope he can continue this success and hopefully get in stadiums one day. Mm. Ethan, do you have anything to add? Adding to what Ryan said, with the way that the sport is is heading and like where it currently stands, you can never underestimate 
like uh, any rookie driver or anybody period that comes into Monster Jam because a lot of people yeah. were underestimating Zach Garner and because I don't think a lot of Monster Jam quote unquote fans mm. like knew a lot about uh, Zach Garner. Mm. I mean, honestly, a lot of people knew that obviously he was Jamie Garner's son. Mm. Um, he's currently running his dad's old chassis from last year, and it's a great piece. Jamie Garner is a fantastic driver. And he always keeps his his equipment clean and top notch. And then the results for Triple Threat East in Greensboro, North Carolina. For show number one, the timed race Gravedigger Tyler Menega finished with a 9.855 blazing fast Tyler Menega this weekend. And then for two-wheel skills, Gravedigger Tyler Menega takes the win again. And then ATB Racing Champion, your World Finals champion, Blake Granger takes the win in Max D. Your donut winner, Tyler Menega in Gravedigger. Your speedster obstacle course winner, Blake Granger, Max D, and then your freestyle winner, Tyler Menega, and Gravedigger. Overall event goes to Menega. Just the weekend of Max D and Gravedigger competing all weekend long in that first show. As we move on to the second show, Armando Castro with a 9.302. Tyler, Armando Castro winning racing. And then your two-wheel skills winner, Tyler Menega, and Gravedigger once again. ATB winner, Tyler Menega, stuns Blake Granger and takes the win. And show number two, your donut winner, Tyler Menega, again. It's, you're going to get repetitive, guys. Your speedster obstacle course winner, Tyler Menega and Gravedigger. But then your freestyle winner is Kayla Blood and Soldier Fortune. And she also takes the overall event win. So she must have been racking up points as well. And your current season, your current series top four goes to Tyler Menega and Gravedigger with 185 points. Kayla Blood with 168. Blake Granger Maxi with 158 and then Armando Castro, El Toro Loco, with 140. Moving on to Tacoma, Washington this past weekend. This specific show had five back-to-back shows this past weekend. Here are the results from the show number one of the weekend. Taking the side-by-side racing was Tristan England defeating Miranda Kozad in Scooby-Doo. Taking the ATV racing win was Tony Oaks in Soldier Fortune Black Ops. Taking the two-wheel skills win was Tony Oaks in Soldier Fortune Black Ops once again. Taking the donut contest win was Tristan England and Earthshaker. Speedster obstacle course was Tristan England and Earthshaker. Tony Oaks taking the freestyle win and taking the overall event championship was Tristan England and Earthshaker. Moving on to show number two of the weekend. Taking the side-by-side racing was Grey Diggers Brandon Vincent defeating Tanner Root and Monster Mutt. Taking the two-wheel skills win was Tristan Eaglin and Earthshaker. Taking donuts was Grey Diggers Brandon Vincent. Taking the Speedster obstacle course win was Austin Minton and Megalodon. Taking freestyle of show number two was Barry Musawa and Zombie. Taking the overall event championship from show number two was Brandon Vincent and Grave Digger. Moving on to show number three. Taking the side-by-side racing win again is Grey Diggers Brandon Vincent defeating Barry Misauer and Zombie. Taking the ATV racing win is El Toro Locos Elvis Linus. Two-wheel skills are Shakers Tristan England. Donut winner are Shaker Tristan England. Speedster obstacle course Brandon Vincent. Freestyle Zombie and Barry Misauer and Brandon Vincent and Grey Digger takes the overall event championship. Moving to show number four of the weekend, taking racing once again is Grave Diggers Brandon Vincent defeating Tristan England and Earthshaker. Winning yet again another ATV win is Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops. 
Two wheel skills, another win under Tristan England's belt in Earthshaker. Donuts was taken by Soldier Fortune, Black Ops, Tony Oaks. Speedster Obstacle Course, Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger. Freestyle, Soldier Fortune, Black Ops, Tony Oaks. And Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger takes the overall event championship. Moving on to the last show of the weekend. A newcomer wins his first official Monster Jam race of his career. It is Elvis Linus and El Toro Loco defeating Tanner Root in Monster Mutt. Taking the ATV racing win is Soldier Fortune Black Ops Tony Oaks yet again. Taking another two-wheel skills win is Tristan England and Earthshaker. Donuts, Earthshaker, Tristan England. Taking another Speedster Obstacle Course win is Austin Minton and Megalodon. Taking the last freestyle of the weekend is Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops pulling off a mini flip. And coming out with the last overall event championship is Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops. The current top four on the Triple Threat Series West Tour. Number one right now is Tristan England and Earthshaker with 278 points. Rounding out in second is Brandon Vincent and Grady with 269 points. Fortune Black Ops and Tony Oaks coming in third place with 238. And in fourth place, surprising a lot of people, is Austin Minton and Megalodon with 204 points. We move on to Triple Threat Central at Charlotte, North Carolina. Show one, the timed racing was taken by Mark List in El Toro Loco. ATV Racing was taken by Max D, driven by Colton Eichelberger. Colton also took the two-wheel skills and donuts from this competition. The Speedster Obstacle Course win was taken by the uh, reigning World Finals Speedster Obstacle Course champion, Matt Cody in Blue Thunder. Freestyle was taken by Mark List in El Toro Loco, and your overall event champion was Max D, driven by Colton Eichelberger. Show 2, Timed Racing, was taken by Brittany Marcotte in Zombie. She is a rookie to this sport, and she is already coming out and showing why she was the one athlete to be picked uh, up from the Monster Jam University. ATV Racing was taken by Max D, driven by Colton Eichelberger. Two-wheel skills, Mark List in El Toro Loco shows up with a fantastic uh, two-wheel skills run. Donuts was taken by Colton Eichelberger in Max D. The Speedster Obstacle Course uh, winner was Matt Cody in Blue Thunder once again. Freestyle was taken by Megalodon, Justin Sipes, and the overall event champion was Colton Eichelberger in Max D. <clears throat> Your current series top four, Megalodon, Justin Sipes on top with 163 points. Behind him, El Toro Loco, Mark List, uh, just shy of 10 points behind with 153 points. Max D, Colton Eichelberger with 151 points. And rounding out uh, the top four is Gravedigger, Kristen Anderson with 137. Justin Sipes coming into this uh, this weekend, he had the series lead, he still does. He has proven why he is a two-time triple threat champion. He seems to be <clears throat> a natural at this. I mean, obviously he took those two championship wins, but... 
Uh, let's see if he can win this series. I am personally, in my opinion, rooting for Colton Eichelberger. But nonetheless, Megalodon Justin Sipes coming out. A fantastic tour. One thing I did want to mention before we move on was what Kristen Anderson did. I'm not sure if you guys saw it. I'm pretty sure you guys did. <clears throat> but she went for the mini flip or the eight pack. Uh, she landed it and she actually gassed it just as it landed and she did a consecutive she rolled it over and saved it that was incredible i mean what did you guys think quite amateur really no i'm just kidding no it was spectacular kristen anderson i'm glad that she is coming out and actually performing not that she hasn't been performing well but i really think this is her year i mean she's got the stadium experience so she's been exposed to more than just a tight quarter arena and I think she's kind of utilizing some of that, especially with the backflip ramp coming in now. She's definitely full sending it on that thing. <laughs> Something else I would like to add about this is Justin Sipes is currently leading this tour, and he only won one competition from this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that you serious? It. Yeah. <clears throat> so the fact that he's racking up so many points and not getting wins really shows strength through Justin, that he's staying consistent and not just getting off days. And then the results for Stadium Tour 2 in Tampa, Florida. Racing win goes to Morgan Kane and Gravedigger as he picks up the first points of the tour. And for your skills challenge, not to be confused with the two-wheel skills challenge anymore, it is now called the skills challenge. The win goes to Max D and Neil Elliott. And then surprisingly, your freestyle winner is Jester Matt Peggy Larulo as he also takes the overall event win and leaps to the top of the point standings. Your top four right now, Matt Pagliarulo, 37. Neil Elliott right on his tail with 35. Morgan Kane with 29. And Corey Rummel and Megalodon comes up in fourth place with 26. Tampa was just overall a fantastic event. And I mean, you know, Jester surprised all of us. I mean, he deserves this, you know, his first overall event championship of his career in Monster Jam, and now leading the series, he is going to have a huge target on his back next week, uh, when they, uh, or oh, sorry, this week, I should say, when they stop at St. Louis. Uh, I'm surprised to see Ryan Anderson not on this list, but I am sure that after St. Louis this weekend, Ryan is going to be in the top four for sure. And Ethan, do you want to add anything to that? Um, I'm ready for St. Louis. That's all I'm saying. Something I did want to add, though, um, it's going to be quite interesting because I know that St. Louis is going to be televised on NBC Sports. Mm. And Matt Pagliarulo is coming out last in freestyle on Saturday. Yeah, That is true. So yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how hard Matt Pagliarulo goes and how, like, how much damage he gives to that truck. I think St. Louis <clears throat> is going to be one of those shows where it's, it's going to be a redemption show for a lot of drivers. Um, like Ryan, Morgan, Neil, Corey, mm. a bunch of the, the heavy, heavy hitting drivers are going to come out and <clears throat> go big. Um, it's going to be a redemption show because they didn't have a lot of luck in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Morgan rolled over. Morgan did a one hit wonder. Diesel Dave did a one hit wonder. But Cam McQueen is coming in the truck. And Cam McQueen hasn't driven since October, yeah. and plus it's not his chassis, so I don't, 
I don't I don't know how he's going to do on Saturday, but I think after running a full three hour show on the chassis, I think he'll be set to go on Sunday, and I I, I think he's going to ascend it on Sunday. Just and that's another Sunday. point too. That's another point too is that there could quite possibly be four drivers making their debut for the year in St. Louis. You got Colt Stevens, Cam McQueen. Uh, whoever's going to drive Extermigator could possibly be their first show and then, well, of the year. And then Cynthia Gauthier is going to be coming back as Candice Jolly filled in for her in the first week. All right, moving on to our final tour on the podcast uh, is Stadium Tour 1 in Anaheim, California. Looking at these shows, it was definitely a independent monster truck weekend, sweeping wins. You had Matt Pagliarulo taking the freestyle and overall win in Tampa. <clears throat> and Jimmy Gunner in overboard defeats his teammate Colvin Arden in Black Pearl in racing, taking the win. Then <clears throat> Jim Kohler in Avenger takes the new skills challenge. Becky McDonough takes freestyle. And Jim Kohler wins his first ever overall event championship on the year. Now... The current series top four standings is extremely surprising. The only one that really surprises me is obviously the number one spot, which is held by Jim Kohler and Avenger with 35 points. Tyler Duke in second with 30 points. Lindsey Wink and Lucas Orgesay with 29. And Colvin Art and the Black Pearl taking 28 points. One thing I do want to mention, actually, now that I look at it, is... <clears throat> that uh, a lot of drivers really struggled this weekend, and Lindsay Wink is actually on top, which is pretty surprising. Uh, I don't mean to disrespect Lindsay at all, but these last few years really haven't been uh, his his best, whether it be uh, problems with the truck or just, you know, anything. But it, it's great to see Lindsay Wink currently out on top. He, I mean, he's in the top three. He's in the top four, which is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, other drivers like Adam Anderson and Bryce Kenny really struggled. Uh, even John Zimmer struggled at Anaheim. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, uh, how they perform at San Antonio, uh, this coming weekend. Uh, so now we move on to the driver spotlight, but this time... Uh, I wanted to do an extended driver spotlight. So we have picked three drivers each. We will comment on them. We will, uh, I've got some notes here. Ryan has got some. Ethan has got some. We'll comment on each other's, uh, picks and the notes that we've got and just, you know, talk about them in general. So my three, let's start off with my first. I decided to base mine based off of the three drivers that... Uh, had very, very uh, fantastic, great weekends. And <clears throat> my first pick is Matt Pagliarulo. He had a fantastic first weekend coming into his tour, surprising everybody with a freestyle win, an overall event championship win, and currently being the series leader. He is very, very talented. He has been in the industry for for. Uh, for five years, and he has had some incredible moments, uh, none topping what happened at Tampa. So, Matt Pagliarulo, definitely a fantastic drive that I think uh, we will definitely hear more from, see more from. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I love the new blue truck. I It looks 
fantastic, and I cannot wait to see what else he does on this tour. Um, back to what Ryan said. Um, I am a huge fan of the, I guess you could say, like, coral turquoise blue, or, like, the light blue, I guess. Mm. Um, whenever I got the sneak peek of it last year at the World Finals, because I, if I'm not wrong, I, I think they added, like, like a little bit more of, like, a blue tint to it. Um, I am a huge fan of the truck, and I'm definitely going to get some really good pictures of it this weekend in St. Louis. So, I think, I like the truck. It's really, really colorful, and it's really, really cool. I like the blue on the blue. I said one more thing that I did want to add about Matt Pagliarulo is I really like how he's doing the V2 vids concept. Like him and Nick are doing, uh, they're filming themselves at shows, uh, at home, working on the trucks. And I think that's a real element that really gets the fans involved. And I, I really like drivers that are doing that. And it's really starting to do it. Like Brittany Marcotte is starting to do that now. And I, I just like how drivers are incorporating like the video element of things into yeah. their own personal lives. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I really liked when Colette Davis used to do that. Um, and I kind of wish more drivers did that, especially fell drivers, like some, like, say, Camden Murphy or um, Cynthia Gautier, Ryan Anderson, something like that. I just think that that it, <clears throat> you know, it, it lets fans connect a lot more with their favorite drivers. Um and to be honest, the V2 vids are really entertaining to watch. I've watched uh, a couple of theirs, and I really like them. Um, yeah, I, I really wish more drivers did that. But my second pick is Jamie Garner. He is a very skilled racer, very prominent driver in the independent scene. He won racing last weekend, taking out some very, very skilled drivers. Of course, his teammate Cole Vernard in the Black Pearl, but two other drivers, Lindsay Wink and Todd LaDuke. I mean, that is incredible. I mean, those are two very, very, very tough drivers to eliminate, especially in the first show of the season. His racing record as of Anaheim 1 is 4-0, uh, currently sitting in 7th for Stadium Tour Red with 24 points. Uh, guys, do you have anything you want to add? Uh, I just... Not a whole lot, but just I really hope that Jamie Garner can continue this because I would love to see him get uh, more success because I feel like he doesn't get enough credit for the amount of talent he has. Because I know Mike, who's great for Montreal, he talk, he raves about him all the time because just people don't give him enough credit. And I think this year could be his year to make a mark. And my final pick is Jim Cola. I mean... Uh... What what do I have to say? Jim Kohler has been my favorite independent drivers. He is one of the best in Monster Jam. He has been to every single World Finals event. He has been to every show held in Las Vegas. So that is Monster Jam World Finals 1 through 19. Uh, that is the Las Vegas show in March. Uh, that is the Las Vegas... Oh, sorry, the All-Star Challenge held in October, and he also, um, he's also going to Las Vegas this year, so, I mean, Jim Cole is just fantastic, he won his first Skills Challenge and Overall Event Championship in his career at Anaheim, 
As previously mentioned, he is currently sitting first for Stadium Tour Red with 35 points. Is there anything that you guys want to add? Jim Kohler, he is Mr. Excitement. That's what he is. And I think that watching him in this first show, he was really airing it out. And I don't think that his new chassis that has that he's been riding with for the last few years has been able that has allowed him to do anything extreme as he used to. And I think that this year, if he can get that truck figured out and he can work with it, that he could end up not obviously where he is now in the tour because he's got so many heavy hitters, but definitely like up in the ranks and maybe get in the top 10 for the uh, power rankings. So one of the drivers that I put on my list was John Zimmer and Dragon. Um, coming off of a spectacular and a very consistent 2019 season, specifically in racing, he went through, I'm trying to think what his schedule was last year. He went to San Antonio, and he went to Glendale, and then I think it was San Diego. Um, yeah. I think he went on a 22-0 and racing streak, and then Charlie Pocken and Gravedigger snapped it in San Diego and rolled over. Um, but he came into this weekend. I don't know exa- I don't know where he's currently sitting in points, but I know it's pretty low in points because he didn't have a, a very good weekend. Um, he had a solid freestyle in Anaheim this past weekend. Um, I thought he was going to save it off of the big FMX hill, but he didn't save it. Um, not, not really much to say about John Zimmer about this season so far, but he's a very skilled, um, he's a very skilled and technical driver. He's one of the best in the business for, for dang sure. Definitely a favorite of mine. The next driver that I put on my driver's list to talk about is Kristen Anderson and Gravedigger. She, she's definitely got the Anderson name. Um, she's definitely throwing it down in arenas now. Back in December, she almost pulled off a backflip off of the A-pack when it wasn't even supposed to be a, a backflip ramp. Um, she's taken some wins so far this season. She pulled off two, or I'm sorry, no, one mini flip. You tried this past weekend and pulled off a consecutive mini flip. And I was literally just talking about someone doing a mini flip. And I thought it was going to be Meninga, but Kristen showed off and proved me wrong yet again. Um, but Christian Anderson is an underrated triple threat series driver. Give it a few years, and I guarantee you if she keeps driving the way she is now, um, she could probably be in a stadium. Mostly her driving is very technical. She has fantastic momentum. Like she's she's definitely gained some momentum in her freestyles. Like she's like definitely picking up. Extremely crazy. And <clears throat> she's she's definitely one of my favorite drivers. And I would really like to see her get in stadiums more, like during the summer. Moving on to my last driver on my list, obviously, surprised nobody picked this at all, is Tyler Medigo and Gravedigger. I mean, I don't really know exactly how to define Tyler Medinga and Gravedigger. And to be honest, like there's not like a definition to put whenever you think of Tyler Medinga. Only thing that I can really think of is break of physics. For the first of my three drivers that I picked, first I picked Tom Mentz. Wow. Because I I, <laughs> I had my list that I chose of drivers that don't necessarily need to step it up but have the potential mm. to have a breakout year. Uh, as much as Tom is 52 years old and he's well far from uh, breaking out, he uh, 
he definitely has the opportunity to bring his old Mintz self back. It's no surprise that Mintz has not been himself the last couple of years. Uh, I don't know if it's age or if he's just trying to keep the fans happy and keep Feld happy. I'm not quite sure. But he definitely has the opportunity to be his old Mintz. You saw it in the fourth quarter when he was tearing it up in Glendale with quite possibly the save of the year. Mm. Uh, he... Uh, he, he really only has two threats on his tour this year, Camden and Cody. And I think that's going to be the top three all competing this year. But I think Mintz is going to, at the end, run away with it. Is there anything you guys would like to add? I mean, I'm just really, you know, I, I sort of disagree with, with your opinion. I mean, I respect it, you know, and I think a lot of people do think that. But I think, you know... I have to say, Tom Mintz hasn't been at his top, like you said, but I think he's still had a very, 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 uh, you know, successful, you know, last few years. I mean, last year had to be one of his best seasons of his career. I mean, it's up there with 2003, 2004, 2005. Um, those are just some off the top of my head. Um, 2019 was definitely a fantastic year for Tom Mintz. I definitely think that he is going to come out and absolutely rock the stadium tour yellow. As you said, Cody Saussier definitely is going to be a top contender. Camden Murphy, one driver, I think, or actually two drivers, I think you should have been up there. I don't think that they will take the series championship, but I do think that they will be threats. And those two is Charlie Porkin in Gravedigger and Scott Butara in Altura Loco Ice. I mean, those two are very, very, very fantastic drivers. I think they will definitely give Tom a run for his money. I'm not saying that Tom was bad these last couple of years. I'm just saying... If you look back at Tom Mintz from like 2014, 2013, 2012, Tom Mintz, every run, you didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah. And I felt in 2019, he was just consistently doing the exact same thing every way. Two-wheel skills, it almost got boring because he did the exact same thing every time. But mm -hmm. he did surprise us at the at the World Finals, and he took that two-wheel skills win. And I, I don't know, at the World Finals, he turned it up. When he did that leap, that was something that we haven't seen. Like we haven't seen just that like burst of energy out of Tom, and I think he kind of turned it up after that. I think he's on his way to. Obviously, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. There's no questions asked about that. But he, I think this is the year he turns it up. Actually, that's one thing I did forget to mention before is I do kind of hope that in terms of the Hall of Fame inductees, they don't just do retired um, drivers because Tom Mentz. Uh, you know, he still competes. I still think that he should get a, um, uh, what's it called? A, like, a, like him being inducted because he has been such a driving force of this career and he still is extremely involved. I mean, Dennis, uh, you know, is involved here and there. Tom Mentz, he drives, uh, he does some overseas shows, not a lot, but a couple, and, but, Probably the most important is he is one of the professors at the Monster Jam University. He helps train drivers. So, I mean, I, I really hope that he does get inducted. But, uh, Ethan, 
Do you want to add anything to that? For my second driver, I have Cody Saucier and Monster Energy. So happy to see him out of arenas. I think stadiums are going to treat him well. Definitely, I think he could be, obviously he's going to be a top five driver on the Yellow Tour with Charlie Pog and Scott, as you said. And I think he has a push to be top three. Because Cody, it, we saw him during the summer shows. He was tearing up when he did the backflip, the moonwalk. One of, I think, the best freestyle of his career in stadiums. Mm. And he he won the Vegas-style racing at the All-Star Challenge. So he, we definitely see that he can prove. Obviously, we're not going to see any of that style of racing during the stadium tours. But I think Cody really has a shot at re- staying in stadiums and making a name for himself. And staying in stadiums for quite a while. Yeah, I mean, Cody Saucier is just one of those drivers that just, you know, is just incredible every single time he comes out. I felt that 2019, unfortunately, being in arenas, that sort of hindered him. But in in saying that, however, um, he had a lot of seat time, which I think... You know, and also he's probably been able to uh, hone in on his two-wheel skills, um, which will help him um, compete more on this tour. And of course, he is the Chicago-style master, so he will definitely be a top contender. Do you guys want to add anything to that? Yeah, back up. Yeah, what you were saying with Cody is the three-way king. He just is racing, dominates in racing, two-wheel skills. He's been perfecting that in arenas the last few years. And then in freestyle, he's combining that, and he's got to pick up good flow in his runs and keep that going this year. And I I think he could make a push and be in the top 10 almost the entire season in the uh, power rankings. Mm. And then number three... This is kind of both uh, Diesel Dave and Heavy D, the Diesel Brothers. Um, I'm just going to start off by saying this. I, I think it's ridiculous that Colt Stevens does the pit parties and then the Diesel Brothers just show up and drive. Like, the, fa- the fans, like, unloyal fans don't understand that it's the Diesel Brothers out there until they come out of the truck. Like, they, they think that Colt Stevens is the same person driving, and it's not. Colt Stevens doesn't get enough recognition for what he does. But other, aside from that, the Diesel Brothers put an amazing first season together. Like, mm. I was absolutely stunned with how Heavy D was competing, and I wish Diesel Dave had uh, got a little bit more seat time mm. in 2019, but I'm glad that Diesel, I mean, yeah, Diesel Dave got his own truck this year, and I'm glad that they have different trucks so they're not bouncing back and forth every weekend. It's always a toss-up of who it's going to be. And it's not a bad thing that they're always, like, foot to the floor. Mm. But I just think they need to uh, stay consistent and they need to get a good flow to the run Mm. because I feel like they're both always searching for a hit. So... Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Remember, if you want to follow my social media, it's at Monster Jam Historian on Instagram and Monster Jam Historian on YouTube. You can also follow the official Monster Jam Weekly podcast page at Monster Jam Weekly underscore podcast on Instagram and Monster Jam Weekly podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, and SoundCloud. 
Before we end off today's episode, Ryan and Ethan, is there anything or anyone you want to shout out, plug, whatever, before we end off today's episode? Uh, one thing, and I'm going to make it kind of brief, but and just this is kind of going way back and very off topic, but I would like to thank the Superman truck. Because if I had not gotten, for my fifth birthday, a Superman truck, I would not be here talking with you guys right now. Huh. That, just getting that truck, led me to my love of Monster Jam. And a huge shout out to my dad, because he and I have been going, I have not been to one show without him. He and I have gone to all 25 shows together, making it 26 after this weekend. We cannot wait for this awesome weekend coming up. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same with you. I mean, I've been to my dad with every show. He gifted me the World Finals 1 through 5 box set. And I'll admit, it's not in the best condition because I've owned it for quite some time. But nonetheless, I appreciate that so much. And it's the same thing with me. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be contacting you. I probably wouldn't even be on Instagram, to be honest. Um, But, y- yeah, I mean, just... It's it's incredible. Ethan, do you want to shout out anyone or anything? Yeah, um, I'm going to shout out my good buddy, um, Joseph Medina. Um, he kind of asked me for a shout out, so I was like, eh, why not? Um, another thing, like Ryan said, I'm excited for this weekend. It's going to be my first show of 2020. Um, going to both shows, hopefully. Um, I, I don't know specifically what show I'm going to, or even if I'm going to both. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, it's one of those, St. Louis has always been one of those like bucket list shows cause it's always been like that one show that it's always like stood out first quarter. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. I, I really am. And just a few more days until all my boys get together we go see some monster trucks and then maybe we're going to go out to eat somewhere and end the weekend off in a good old fashion, but I'm excited for this weekend. It's, 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 it's going to, it's very long. But it, it's going to be worth the wait, though. And huge thanks to you, Jackson, for having us on. No, no worries. No for worries, sure, man. for sure. Um, no no worries. No worries, man. Um, well, I hope you guys have fun. And thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Uh, I have got... I'm going to announce right here, right now. There is a second episode coming this week. That is right. So there's going to be this one and another one. Uh, I cannot announce who is coming on. It is a very special guest. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you'll have to wait and see. Uh, Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in. Make sure you tune in to uh, the next episode that comes out. Uh, And thank you guys for supporting me. Have a great week. Bye, guys.